Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Voice First podcast. If you'd like to learn more, find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and every other social platform at Voice First AI. You're here to find your voice, and we're here today with Inat Loudon. Welcome to the show. Hey. How are you? It's awesome to have not only an Alexa champion, but a Bixby Premier developer and the founder of her own voice company. Seriously, it seems like you're kind of one of the top developers here and, and you're playing on for all platforms. So um, to get started, I, I'm, I'm very curious, how did you become an Alexa champion? Like, what was that process like? Tell us about that journey. Um, so no one told me why exactly I was chosen to be an Alexa champion, but um my estimation is just um creating good voice apps um being on social media trying to to do innovative stuff um create content um show a little bit of your process um just be out there um i was also uh lucky enough to be in like physical conferences so i don't know like not not everyone can do that but i think it helped like you know getting people getting to know people from the voice industry and um yeah that's it i think i don't think that what like i don't think that the most important thing is having uh very popular um voice apps i think the most important thing is just creating creating good quality stuff and being out there. Um, uh, yeah. How did you feel? Um, you're also a Bixby Premier developer. So how have you felt about the Bixby community in terms of development? So um, when I developed for Alexa skills, I uh, wait. I'll see my Alexa. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't wake up. Um, wait. Okay. So. Uh, when I develop for Alexa, I use VoiceLow. You know VoiceLow, right? Mm -hmm. So this is a great platform, and it's a non-coding non platform. And for Bigsby, it's a little bit harder to do it right now. I think they do have uh, like kind of a way to do it, not through VoiceLow. But what I did um, is I approached uh, a good friend called Stuart Hocklington, and he's a he's a, he worked with code. So he helped me develop uh, the Muffin Man for Bigsby, hmm. which, which was uh, really uh, like a nice process. And it gave him an opportunity to learn about uh, Bigsby. Um, and um, yeah, so I wasn't really like, you know, I, I didn't develop it myself, so I can't answer this so, like, so well, <laughs> sorry. Um, but, I, but I'm happy, I'm happy to be on Bigsby too, like uh, as, I like as, as many kids um, using using the Muffin Man. It's good. Have you um, do you have any thoughts on which platform you're kind of more interested in in the long term in terms of Bixby versus Alexa? Is your play just to tackle every single voice platform you can, or is it? I think Bixby and Alexa are kind of the platforms to be with for the long term. Um, I I. I don't, I don't think uh, I need to choose. Uh, Alexa has, of course, like the advantage right now because there is a lot of developers working on, oh, you, your Alexa woke up. Um, 
so Alexa has a lot of developers working on that platform. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but Bixby, Bixby is very interesting. Um, you know, um, using your your cell your your phone your mobile phones uh, to interact. Um, and I think we'll see. I think we'll see what happens with uh, with everything in the future. Um, and I haven't done any Google Actions, but also that's interesting to to try. Mm. Um, yeah. So I think VoiceFlow might. Does VoiceFlow publish to Google? Yeah, yeah. But I I didn't have the chance yet to to publish in Google. But they they have the ability. Hmm. When did you uh, build your first? like voice experience where when, when uh, did you build your first two years ago i just started two years ago um on may i built uh kiwi monsters it took me like a month and a half or something um so kiwi monsters was um yeah my first alexa skill it was kind of a, a big skill i think usually people start with kind of small small skills but i just went and did a kind of a big and complex uh, um, choose your own adventure kind of kind mm -hmm. of uh, skill and uh, it had a lot of sound effects and that at that time not a lot of uh, Alexa skills had so many sound effects people mostly used you know only Alexa's voice there were no poly voices or anything um, and people really liked the sound effects and you know the experience but now, like, then I haven't touched the skill for a long time. And now I've been working on a new design. I'm, I'm, it's, it's on cert in certification now. But now I have a new design. Uh, I have Alexa's emotion, like emotions, you know. And uh, I have illustrations, which is like the best uh, feature, I think. Because the story with illustration is a lot better, in, in my opinion. Mm. Like, depends on the story, but, but, uh, like my story is a lot better with illustrations. Tell me more. What do you mean by illustrations? Like static images or videos or? Yeah, right now it's static images. Um, and uh, yeah, because because it's a little bit hard to understand what happens if you if you can't see it, especially uh, if I explain about evolution because the skill also explains about um like science-based evolution and um it's hard to teach like biology without visuals um and um so that's why i added it i worked a lot on doing that um i had um some people helping me with like creating the illustrations and i have uh um and I have um, just took the illustrations and put it in. Uh, I created the background. I did the colors, and you know, moved the characters a little bit if I needed. Uh, so yeah, so everything was a lot of work. But now I'm happy I'm finished with it, and uh, it will be available I ho hopefully in a few days. Um, oh wow! And what's the phrase? Just uh, Lexi launch Kiwi monsters. Yeah, yeah. If you're watching, go ahead and check it out. This episode, uh, you'll probably be able to see it by the time. Yeah, I hope, like, I, I hope that it will be the new version. It depends on the certification team. <laughs> you, you seem to be very focused on the design element in terms of, uh, 
like creating the art and focusing on the storytelling and making it fun and thinking about all these little, uh, little elements. Um, how important do you think the design of the conversation is in terms of like thinking about the actual words that you're saying versus like these little sound effects and the visual and all these other little like emotional parts? I think that everything is important and, and it really depends on the specific application. Some, I think that some apps are, the content is more important even. Um, but because uh, people, even if the design is not perfect, if people can, can you know, get past that and do whatever they wanted to do, it's not so bad. But to have like a very good quality experience, it's, it's good to have good design, good content, good sounds. If you have, if, if visuals are relevant, to have visuals, to have, you know, everything. But I know it's hard. It's hard. Like not everyone can, can do everything. And that's why some people work, work in teams. And um, like me and Stuart, I couldn't develop for Bixby, so uh, we did it together. And I think, um, I think it's great to, to try to cooperate and uh, get, like, make really like, quality voice apps together. I agree. The, the, the quote that always comes to my mind is, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with a team. And I, I, I admire the fact that you're building teams around these different ecosystems. I think community is one of the things we really need. I'm curious of what you've done on stage, because you, you spoke back at Project Voice this year, didn't you? Um, one of Bradley's events? Yeah. Your conversation there was on the intersection of music and Amazon Alexa, right? Uh, yes, not only Alexa, but uh, mostly Alexa, yeah. For people that weren't there at Project Voice, what what was the what was your talk about? So uh, my talk was about music and interactivity uh, regarding voice, um, and uh, what I did in the talk was giving some background about about uh, music and interactivity that is not related to voice in the beginning. Then I go through, like, there's one thing that I want to point out, which is really, really good. Uh, and I think everyone should check it out. It's a company called Echo, E-K-O. So they do, uh, they don't do voice, but they do interactive content. And they have, like, uh, in regards of uh, music, they have, uh, like, mashup um, music videos. So hmm. you, you have, like, a music video. It starts uh, with one artist. And then they give you a few options and you click on the, one of the options and it has like a very smooth uh, um, change to the next artist. And it's re re really well done, uh, but it's not with voice, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter because it's all connected. And maybe in the future, there will be something like that with voice. So I, I gave like a few examples of, of stuff that are like, you know, fun experiences with, with, um, with music. And then about, uh, Alexa, about Alexa skills or voice experiences, I found, I went through a lot of, of uh, voice apps um, and divided everything I found, like every, you know, good, good, uh, good voice apps that I found related to that. I divided everything to categories. So I have, Right now I have six categories. And the reason I did that is I think that 
this can inspire people to see, oh, I can do something in this category. I don't want anyone to copy someone, but they can get inspired and see uh, and and say oh i you know i can find an artist or i'm an artist i can do something mm. similar to that but like with my with my point of view and with my cap capabilities so um i'm curious I what are the six categories uh written down <laughs> on the wall so um um so the, the categories were alternating interaction interactions and music like song quiz so you, you hear music, then there's an interaction, and then you hear music again, but the music pieces are, are not related. It's just like a fun experience. And then uh, the next uh, category was participate in a music piece while it plays. So this is like the AO skill. Do you know that one? Mm -hmm. AO. So, uh, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, so you hear uh, um, uh, Freddie Mercury um, says "ao," and then the user says "ao back," and it's like an old, an old um, call and response. Concert. It's an old concert that comes alive in a, an Alexa skill, and I think it's an amazing thing that they did there. And you can use this, and it's 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 called call and response like um people from the from like that, that they know music they they know about this uh, like um someone you know say something like sing something or play mu plays music and then there's a response and this this is something really cool you can do with uh with alexa the problem is that that um the way to do it right now is to have the person say whatever they want because you it's really hard to detect like it's hard to detect to detect if someone says like exactly the right words right so i think that's how they did it but it's still fun uh and there's a there's a problem with uh, latency which i hope like it will be resolved maybe in the future because music is you you need timing you need good timing and when there's like a delay it's a little bit hard to to have like you know a, a very good experience Agreed. Uh, and then uh i talked about music education which is something that it's really cool to do with with alexa and there are some skills uh like uh, bamboo music uh that that does this education stuff and there's uh another category called help create the music piece, piece before it starts so that the examples for that are loop it and kids bop star and th what they do is they they um they give you some options so you choose uh like the music instruments or all kinds of stuff or the singer i don't re remember everything but you 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 make choices in the beginning and then the the skill creates creates a piece of music by your choices and this is not only for kids this is like cuz a lot of the stuff that i talk about are a lot of them are for families or kids but this is something like you can do for adults too um and uh the fifth category was uh controls the music piece while it plays so this is uh this actually refers to the muffin man um so the the muffin man is is my skill so a singer um a singer called megan schoenbaum I, I cooperated with her um, more than more, more 
than a year ago. I had in mind something like like a sing-along for kids uh, where the kids make choices during the song and the song continues according to the choices. So what happened in the, in the Muffin Man is that she, she sings the Muffin Man song that is like a famous nursery rhyme. And then uh, we invented all kinds of new characters. So then she asked, um, she sings about the Muffin Man and then she, she asked, um, do you wanna meet a dog or a cat? And then the kids, uh, ch they, they choose one of them. And then she sings, uh, do you know the singing cat, the singing cat? And then like, she thinks about that. And then she asks another question and all of the song is determined by the kids and kids love it. And it's, you know, parents tell, them, tell me that they can uh, take a shower and give the kids to use the muffin man and it, you know, entertain them while the parents can do other things, which is good. Um, and it's, you know, very simple interactions. Mm. And another thing that I forgot to talk about in my talk, and I want to, to talk about is novel effect. Do you know novel effect? No. There are, this is a really good mobile app, something uh, really innovative. And I think they have re like really good technology. Um, so what, what do they do is they have, um, they, you can read a book. Okay. A lot of, a lot of books, just, you know, physical books or online. And then you just read it to your kid or your, or your kid can read it. And then there is a music background music that is exactly music that is like corresponds to the book. Wow. Like background music. So I think this is really fun for the, for the kid and the parent. Because as a parent, sometimes it's really boring to to read a story. Like sometimes you just like it's 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 uh it's hard. And some some story like I don't like some of the story that I read to my kids, and I'm like okay. Da, 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 da. So if I have background music, mm. it's also fun fun for me. Mm. Um, so do the do applications like that open up the mic, or is it more you say I'm reading this book, and then it just one track throughout. No, no, you, if you, I think that if you stop reading at a certain point, it will wait for you. So it's, mm, wow. Like it's not, it's not like Alexa. It's huh. something more like on a mobile app. Has, you said. Uh, yeah. It's, it has like uh, a different type of technology. Um, and yeah, it's really cool. That's really try. cool. And, What's interesting is if something like that would be applied for, I don't know what, but something for adults somehow, um, it can also be cool. I don't know, but uh, it, it, I really like them. And they also like not related to music. They also have uh, videos, like interactive videos um, that you can, you, you can, you like you're part of the video. And mm. this is also very, very innovative and like you, I, I think uh, the connection between video and 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 um, voice can be really really nice we don't see this kind of stuff yet too much you know interactive video tell me more about that what do you what do you mean interactive video what it what would an interactive video uh, what would an interactive video be so how I imagine it is having like a scenario where there's a 
there's a person in a video. It can be something different, right? It can be like a scene. But if you if you have um, a person in a video, it can be animation or you know like a, just a regular video with, that someone took, and they talk to you. They do something and they talk to you. They ask you questions and you answer them. And it's uh, very immersive, I think. Like you can pretend that you're actually talking to a person. And this is, as I understand, this is, uh, this is something that you can do right now with Alexa. I started to do something like that, but I put it aside a little bit. I, I have a, um, an app with a drum teacher and I, I just put it, uh, yeah, just now I, I'm not really um, working on that, but I actually have already the videos for that. I just need to, to get everything together. And um, uh, yeah, so I think it's really cool. Because um, some experiences, like, of course, I like voice and audio and everything, but I was uh, always a screen person. <laughs> I like I grew up with the TV and you know um I know I know that we the a lot of people talk about reducing screen time and of course it's something good to reduce screen time but we're not going to get rid of screens mm -hmm. screen, it will be there and right. if so we can still you know use it to make um better things uh, if if you watch passive, you, you watch something passively. It's a different experience uh, um, than just um, you know th than interacting with it. And this can be really cool. Like I don't know if it will be a success. I don't know what will happen to this uh, like kind of um, medium. I don't I don't know what if people will like it or not. But I think it's worse to to try and to see if uh, how people react to it, because maybe people will say, "Hey, we don't know, we don't want to interact with videos. We just want to see it." Like we, you can never know, but I think that it's it's just a good um, idea to to try and see what happens. I agree. I'm you're really getting me stirred right now because I use my uh, Google. Here it is. I use this each morning as my piano teacher and I'll tell it to play new soul piano videos. I'll have my hands on the keyboard and I can speak to it and have the video. And I like the video because it's like, uh, have you ever played Guitar Hero? Yeah. There are tons of YouTube videos out there for free and I just talk and then I see the, the keys stream down and then I can, I can play the piano and I can run through my practice. And if I, if I start getting into myself and I mess up, I can say, hey, rewind 30 seconds. And then the yeah. video will rewind itself. And it, I, I, I don't think many people are visualizing this. And I think when I'm doing it, a lot of people don't realize that they probably have one of these devices in their house. And yeah, especially I think in a time of quarantine, like in a time of quarantine, when we can't go to our music teachers' houses to have a, a presence on this, this is a very cool interactive video. So um, you have not gotten, or how much playing have you done with uh, interactive videos on these devices? Um, not so much. I should try to do that. Like some, something like that. Um, I mostly use the, uh, my uh, um, Google Hub, Google Hub, you call it, right? Mm -hmm. I use yeah. it um, this one, right? for, my, for my kid. Like she likes to listen to nursery rhymes and like watch that. So <laughs> that's what we do with it. 
but I'll try, I'll try to see if I can, if I can do that. And what's interesting, so this is not, this, this video that you see was not built for, for anyone to talk to, right? But yes. if, but if someone builds something that is specific for, for people to talk to, you could have maybe say, hey, this is, this is too hard for me. Please play it slower. Or please uh, uh, play something that is uh, like a little bit easier or harder. Or I don't know, like, I think that, and your, your hands are on the piano, right? You don't really want to touch the, the screen. You want to just concentrate on the piano. So I think this is really great what you're doing and it can be there there could be like um the next step the next step could be someone um um developing this kind of thing uh especially for for voice interaction. If you're watching this Anad is giving a lot of awesome ideas for building more voice applications because I agree I think like your local music teacher we're thinking about ways right now to build little assets for yourself and if you can if you're a music teacher and you want to earn another little stream of income creating a musical teaching experience that's interactive like how you're describing is unique right now and if your brand is already successful it gives your customers another touch point and i'm, I'm curious of your thoughts on ambient computing like having computers just kind of surround a space and, and kind of going back to what you said about novel effect having a world that is fueling your flow, fueling focus on an activity like playing music or like reading a book or whatever activity, just do you have any thoughts on, on how Alexa can kind of adapt uh, the space around you? I don't have the earbuds now, like now, but I think that, yeah, in, in, We'll see, we'll have Alexa like go around with us more, right? In the car or, or anywhere, or I'm not only talking about Alexa, but I think that this is something really interesting. I'm, I'm excited to, to try it and to like, to experience it. I'm, I'm like very into immersiveness, like, like, or even you know augmented reality or virtual reality everything that is um it's hard for me to explain but a lot of like like changing your rea re your reality a little bit is something really really cool um very i like new new things like innovative innovative things and uh you know trying new technology um and uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how it goes and um, you know, how our lives are gonna change in the next few years. If it's okay, I'd like your opinion on um, the Alexa for Musicians platform. I'm not, I'm not sure if you know much about the skills that we've been building, but I like the categories that you've defined and I'm curious what box you would put what we're building in um, for, for for people that aren't aware, just kind of a high level of what it does now is any musician can put themselves on Alexa and you can, you can talk to any musician by saying Alexa launch name of musician experience. It automatically, that's, that's the invocation phrase that gets developed. And then you can ask to play a song and it'll play one to three songs from that musician. You can ask them for 
their social media information and you can ask them for uh, the streaming platforms they're on. And it's all artist voiceover, so no Alexa synthetic voice, it's 100% musician voiceover. Um, which of your six categories would you put an Alexa skill like that into? Um, maybe it needs a new category. But I, I, first of all, I, I, I really like the fact that you use the artist's voice. I think it's like really, really good. Um, I think that um, I think that I saw I saw what you what you've been doing, and I think it's really great. I don't know how how do you know all these artists? There's, how do you get? They they want to be on it. I'm. Like you just advertise? Mostly Instagram. Like I post a lot on social media. I agree with you on the power of social media. Like I just put videos and musicians say, whoa, nobody else is doing it. How can I do this? You know, musicians want, they're just like you and they want to be on the forward edge. They want to try new technology and a lot of them don't know how to build. So I gave them a tool and we said, hey, this is free. Put yourself on Amazon Alexa and people are doing it but they also want to be on camera and they see that I, I, I like being on camera too. So it's kind of a synergistic relationship for musicians who want to be on camera and want to be known for doing cool stuff. Like I think musicians are drivers of, I think musicians are good drivers of culture. I think one thing that's been challenging in terms of voice has been um, adoption and trying to figure out how can we, how can we get people to use this more regularly? And I don't, I don't know if it's going to be like, how do we force them to it's how can we get the people who are leading to use it and to show people how to use it and to show them how we can use it in, especially right now, like a lot of musicians right now can't go in front of other people like they used to. And musicians generate a lot of their attention and a lot of their revenue from being in front of other people and talking to other people. And their voice is very powerful and that energy that gets delivered with the voice outside of the words. And I think that's really important. Musicians and what makes their brand is the delivery. It's more than just the words they say themselves. It's, it's how their voice has been developed through everything that they've done. So right now, musicians, it's a, it's a good time for it, but I'm kind of disappointed that we can't put it in one of the boxes that you already have. I was curious. Uh, to, uh, maybe, maybe it's related to like talk, talking to a musician and having a conversation with uh, with a musician, it doesn't have to be a sing along or anything like that. Just just talking to them and 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 connecting with them. And um, it might be a new category. And what is what could be interesting? Because I I saw what you did, and I think that you can actually try to incorpor incorporate new things in it. Like I thought maybe, maybe you can even do a survey, like some musician, cause it's all about connection, connecting with the musician. So the musician can ask you questions. Hey, um, uh, like what, what did you like about this song? Or I don't know how you can do it technically, but like um, having, having like a, having like a conversation, not only choose a song, uh, some information. It can be even beyond that, and I think what you're doing is great. And it can be even, even you can even like you know go to to the next step and um, and see how how can people connect with the with the musicians. Like if they could if they could be next to them and talk to them, what 
what would they like what would happen there mm -hmm. so it's you, you can't have the user being in you know lead because it's too hard like but but if the musician leads the conversation uh it's really interesting to see what what can happen and how users will react to that but i agree that even listening to their voice and talking to them and ask them even one question can be really great for their um for their um fans um and i think you're going to a like for a good direction and i wonder like um how 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 fans are how re are reacting to that um cuz a lot of people even don't know about alexa skills like most if you ask someone in the street do you know what is an alexa skill they, a lot of them won't know they like maybe they'll know that there are like um like a quiz maybe they use a quiz or something um so it's it's hard to to get people to to know about it is and, it okay if i yeah. i show you uh my screen real quick yeah sure i would like to share the leaderboard um so let me share my screen because i i think this is interesting like how how do people know about alexa skills alexa for musicians.com um so we have a leaderboard and on here you can see like the top musician only has 75 total sessions but in this data is all gathered each day by smappy but if you look on the daily data like today, I didn't do any advertising, but Static Res somehow got someone to launch his Alexa skill. And this week, Sam Rothstein, who normally doesn't have much traffic, has had four users this week. And it's, it's like, I think what's cool about the musicians are they are excited to tell people that they're on Alexa. And some musicians won't do anything. There's a lot of musicians on here that just have zero. And they're, they're not pushing themselves. But other musicians, and there's, it's a scale, like the musicians who are leading are out there really telling people about it and their customers like it. And, um, and I think the musicians are a powerful force to, to getting people to understand it. And like, I'm a techie. I've always been interested in engineering, but when I tell people to go in and try out a technology, they're like, okay, you're, you're like the weird techie. You're obviously trying the cool, the, like the new stuff. But when a musician says it, they're like, Oh, the cool kids doing it. If the cool kids doing it, I mean, like, I might as well give it a shot. I want to be like the cool kid, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's nice. I hope. I hope they're gonna, you know. I, I guess they need to just put it on their social media more. And yeah, there there was that tweet button too. So like the the tweet button opens up a tweet and it uh, auto populates the invocation phrase. So the musician just clicks that button and then it it tells their fans how to launch it. It has the the link and everything yeah do you have you thought about changing the experience a little bit like every week or every month or or anything like that tell me more what do you mean like if if the i i know on alexa people like routines people like to go back and see something different every, like every every day is too hard but you know every once in a while the musician can say hey um in their social media hey i i added a new a new feature in in my voice uh, mm. app so you can check it out now because because um yeah i'm trying to think about like ways to to add engagement and, i think you're really uh, on to something with engagement I, I wrote it down um that survey, like, what did you think of this? Because we're, we're adding in these new features right now that are gonna be coming out in the next couple of weeks. And 
they're all still very like you said user driving the conversation but i i i admire what you're saying about the musician kind of has to do some leading as well it needs to be a like a co-creation the user the user is not going to know where to go after a yeah. certain point but if the musician can kind of lead a little bit and then the user can lead how, how have you found that balance? Because I feel like you create a lot of storytelling and you create a lot of these engaging experiences. How, how much would you say is you kind of guiding the user versus the user guiding the conversation? Do, do you have any recommendations for how we can find that balance? I think that uh, right now, like, um, right now, it's really hard to make an experience where the user can ask anything or, you know, um, because probably the skill won't, you know, a lot of a, a lot of requests the skill won't fulfill. So I think that most of the skills will have to have the the guidance should be from from Alexa. But uh, like for example, like I know VoiceLow is very into creating, like encouraging um, users to create experiences like uh, ordering a pizza, you know, like having uh, someone to, like a skill will will start and they will say, how can I help you? And then the user will, will try, you know, try to just uh, say whatever they want. But this kind of skill will is a lot of work. It's like, it has to be for, you know, very, very much uh, like professional and uh, a lot of, um, a lot of hours of work to do something like that. Mm. So I think that, and also users, a lot of users will not know, like they don't have the confidence to just say whatever they want because they will think that that Alexa won't understand them. So I think that uh, like experiences like yours or what would I do, the like stories and stuff, the the guidance has to be from the, the character in the in the voice app. And, um, but like, I, I also always add some intents, some global intents, like if I have a game, so I have an intent, like, uh, what's my score, you know, something basic that the user might ask. Mm. Um, I, I think I, I'll like, I, I think about what, what are the main things that they might ask that I'm not prepared for. And then I just add them. What are the main things they might ask that I'm not prepared for? Like I, 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 I didn't think I wasn't prepared for, but now I will, I will be prepared. Mm. Um, and I, or you can also see your your data data from uh, the developer console. You can see what people are saying and uh, and just you know put it in the skill. Uh, for example, in the Muffin Man, I didn't see it in the. Um, I didn't see it in the data, but I would, I, in the Muffin Man, there was a review that um, uh, was done from Jovo, two, two people from Jovo. Um, Go Jovo! <laughs> uh, Florian used to work there and uh, John? Jan, yes. John. So they did a review for the Muffin Man a long time ago and they said and and then somehow the volume went down i think because they whispered and somehow somehow the volume went down and they said uh something like uh louder and alex and and uh, and then was like they didn't get a good response they get they get like the you know fallback 
And then I added it, I added, I added like louder and a few other intents to the skill. And I wrote, and I, and I, and I said, um, uh, sorry, uh, you can't, you're inside, a, I don't remember how I wrote it, but inside the skill, you can't control the volume right now, so please use the button. So it's not the best experience, but that's better than just a regular fallback because I addressed true. whatever they said. Um, yeah, so, so, uh, so I think it's good to, to find out what, what, the what the users are trying to do with your skill, and it's not always what you, what you thought. I'm curious, what, what do you think of the synthetic voice versus uh, voiceover in terms of the games and experiences and storytelling that, that you've been developing? Are you entirely synthetic? Do you play with um, voiceover, poly? Like, what, what do you think on the, the voice itself? I really like voiceover. Uh, I think it's natural and there, it will take time until the synthetic voices will um, achieve the, the level of a real person talking. Hmm. Uh, it has, of course, the, um, the disadvantage that you have to record. It's a lot of work. You have to edit and you can't change, you can change it, can't change it quickly. But um, especially things that, things like you do, like it's, and also the Muffin Man, all the, muff, all the Muffin Man skill is, is, there's no Alexa's voice. There's only Alexa's voice in the help or maybe like in what I told you in this louder intent or stuff like very um, oh. here and there, but mostly it's the artist's voice. And uh, I, think, I think this is a really good um, way to connect to, to, the, to the users. And um, even when you make a skill that is all based on Alexa's voice or a poly voice, if you add just a little bit of a human voice in it, uh, like combine them together, I think it's, it's, a, it's a really good uh, experience. Um, you know, maybe in the introduction, maybe in, at the end, um like for one of for one of my skills i even asked for like if you like the skill please have like please uh leave a review so i did it with my own voice because oh. i wanted to connect to the to the users to mm. to have them know that this is a real person talking to them um and like i like the new uh, alexa emotion tags i think it's a great improvement have you tried mm. that I haven't, but but you do way more storytelling than I do. Tell 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 me about that. I haven't so, used them. It's so, so different. Her voice, before and after, it's a big difference. She's a like there's a excited voice and there's a disappointed voice, and when she's excited, it's a lot more uh, human like. She's like, she she she. You you should try it. When when Kiwi Monsters uh, is um, published, I'll I'll tell you. And then you can see how, what it, what the difference is. Mm. Um, and poly voices, I like the idea of it. I think, um, I think that uh, it, it, you know, it's a, it's a very, it's, it's good, but it, it can be better. You know, they, I, I'm sure that in, in some time it will be in the same level as Alexa. I know there are like new neural voices now. I haven't tried it. But uh, still, it's not built in, and uh, you can't just edit it in the Alexa, as I understand. I'm I'm not sure. 
but um, I like Brian's voice. You know, Brian. Brian uh, from the Poly well, Voices? Yeah, yeah. He's a good, it's a good voice. American Brian, or is it British? Oh, it's, it's British. British Brian. Yeah. I, I just keep wondering about it. I'm like, I, I, I feel like the human voice is a very powerful tool. And I know when we say AI will never be able to do that, it, it inevitably happens. AI beats us in chess, AI beats us in Go, AI beats us. But like, there's a lot that's conveyed when we take a deep breath and we intentionally say what we're trying to say. And I'm curious if it will ever be as valuable to have a robot that does that or if it's, if it's so magical that we always will need to record it and edit it. And like, it's such a magical tool that it's required in order to capture that magic, to go through these steps of technology to capture, technology to edit, uploading it. And like, it, it, it is extra steps, but we're, we're putting lightning in a bottle. Yeah, I, maybe there could be a combination, like you have your own voice and then if you want to edit it a little bit, you can edit, you know, you have, you clone your voice and then you edit. Mm. I think there's a company that does that, like a few probably. Um, and this can be like a way to, to not record again. When I hear the, when I hear these uh, cloned voices or you know synthetic voices, I, I don't mean poly voices. I mean th those companies. Yes. It's it's very good, but you still hear something. You hear like a background kind of thing, a weird thing, and um, um, yeah, it will be interesting to see when when they're going to reach a level where where you can control the emotions of that person. I don't know. I don't know if it will ever be like having a real person talking and maybe even, even if it will be, there's something just really, I don't know. There's something special about having a, a recorded voice. Like, like, I don't know that that's how I feel about it. Um, um, Cause it's real, you know? I'm very curious of the, the hybrid mix because I, I think you're 100% right. You want to add in those new intents of louder and other stuff, and it's very hard to be able to expand that. I think you're the perfect person to talk to about, have you seen the new OpenAI uh, technology that they released, Jukebox? No. What, are, you, you are you aware of OpenAI, the company? No. Okay, so OpenAI was founded by um, a group of scientists in Elon Musk, and it is their entire intention is to build uh, beneficial artificial general intelligence. So they release a lot of open source artificial intelligence algorithms, and Jukebox. Um, I'm, can I share my screen one more time? Yeah, sure. Okay, so uh, they last week released a new algorithm called Jukebox, and they posted about it on Twitter and. Uh, when I saw it, I immediately went uh, and tried, and I cloned the repo because they have a repository, OpenAI. Uh, bam. So here is introducing Jukebox, a neural net that generates music, including rudimentary singing, as raw audio in a variety of genre and artist styles. We're releasing a tool for everybody to explore the generated samples as well as the modeling code. So this, um, I'll, I'll turn it up, but I don't know if you can hear it. Okay. I can. Adolescence. 
So, so this is all uh, AI, right? It's all artificial intelligence and you can download it. Like I downloaded the code base and I started to clone it on my own machine and you can generate not only the, all of the instruments, but also musician, the, the musician's voice. So it's like a combination of what IBM Watson had in terms of just being able to generate the raw audio, as well as kind of a lyrebird in terms of like taking data from a musician's voice and then recreating it and, and combining it all together. So, uh, uh, so far the musician community, I'm sorry, the developer community I've seen really take a hold of it. We post a lot of videos on our, um, on our YouTube, but when we posted one of me building this the day after they released it and that, that had so many reviews and comments and people tweeted at us and it was like, wow, this music is such a powerful tool. And I, I think you already realized this and I, I feel like you, um, what, what are your thoughts on seeing something like a jukebox? Um, I think it's really cool. I think it's powerful uh, for people who who are not, um, you know, singers or no, don't know how to play. Uh, it's it's a new way for for creating music, and um, I think that some people like it's a matter of taste. Some people will will hate it because they said, "Oh no, it's not real. We want a real artist." Some people are really into this and they will love it because like even in, if in the developers the, the voice developers some are really into synthetic voices and some are not so it's just a matter of taste and i don't think anything is better than the other um and um it's just it's a it's a great tool it's i i don't think that that i don't think it's wrong um and um yeah. The last question I have for you is the, the development of this interactive music. You, you mentioned it at the start and I wanted to talk, but you said so many interesting things. It's, it's been easy to bounce around, but I've recently been seeing the progression of the interactivity of music and each new technology, it feels like makes it easier for music to be created. Like we can edit audio now on our computers at one, industrialization made it so that we could mass produce instruments. And then electrification made it so that we could plug our instruments in and amplify them. Computerization made it so that we could have an editing studio inside of our computer and on our phones. And now AI is creating these new opportunities for people who previously didn't have any access to create music. They now have these new opportunities. And, and you said it of like, people who don't have, don't think they have a good singing voice or who don't think they can play an instrument can still now create music and it's, it's opening up these doors. And do you think, do you think this is just like the beginning? And yes, there's only a subculture of people that like artificial intelligently generated music, but that's going to continue to grow like a bell curve. Or do you think this is like, it's, it's always going to stay kind of a small niche that, in, that enjoys this artificially intelligent generated music? Um, it's hard. It's a hard question because I'm not a futurist, but uh, um, I like in terms of music and interactivity. Like, can I answer about that? I think right now, right now it's a niche, very 
small niche. Like I, I, you, you, you can count the Alexa skills that has music and interactivity, like maybe on, on two hands, I don't know. Mm. But, uh, but I, I, I hope that people will, you know, I think it's very important that the artist will be interested in this. Cause if you, if you bring the, the, you know, if you bring the musicians to understand the, the, um, the advantages of this and how it's, and how it's a new way to connect to the, your fans, I think. And, and if, you know, if the younger generation will, will like it and, 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 you know, and also if Alexa or, or the plat or the platforms will have a way to get to the younger generation and, like for example, for example, the Echo Show right now uh, don't have the voice apps in the like in the interface, right? It's kind of um, if they would uh, if you would have some. I, I don't mean that you they suggest voice apps for you or something or whatever you use before they they put, but I mean if you can see um an echo show is very powerful and i think it can it can have a better way to to reach the people and and propose things that they would like and have the have even the icons of the of the alexa skills there somehow like like an app store i don't think it's going back i think i don't i don't think it's like uh it, i don't think it's a problem to to do something like an an app store on the echo show this is but this this is my opinion like to to have people know about about alexa skills and um and i i hope that uh that it will not be a very small niche i hope that it's it will be something that people will use and I guess most of the time people will just want to hear music passive like it's not really passively but you know people will just want to hear music but sometimes in some situations there will there the there will be a place for interactivity and and we don't want it to be only like a few Alexa skills we want it to be a lot more right and uh, hopefully we will get there somehow it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. And for anybody that's watching this who wants to follow you or start connecting with some of the games you're building, what's the best way for people to get connected or to follow along? Um, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, Anat Loudon, E-I-N-A-T-L-A-U-D-O-N. And you can check my website, chattycreations.com. Um, yeah, that's mainly... The, the ways and thanks thank you again i would like you to kind of end the show with any final words that you have it's been a pleasure having you on the show but for any game developers or any sort of app builders out there that that are listening to this or watching this and look up to you as kind of a role model and pioneer do you have any final words to inspire them or give them hope in their own creations um i think that uh First of all, if you don't know how to develop like with code, you should try VoiceFlow. Just even if you do know how to develop, even if you know how to code, it's a great way to prototype and uh, just try new thing very quickly. So, and just think about what's interesting for you 
and just try something. That's what I do. Um, a lot of people are have like a more strategic way, but um, I just did whatever I want. Like, I don't know if it's the best way, but I just did whatever was interesting for me to do. Um, and I, I actually don't try to monetize my skills. Um, mm. Like, um, I, I earn money from creating projects for other companies. That's, that's the way I choose to do it and having my skills as a, as a portfolio. Uh, but, you know, everyone has their own point of view or, or you know, mm. and, um, you know, just, just try, try to create stuff and see, see what happens, show it to your friends, show it to, to people, get uh, beta testers. Um, it's, very, it's not complicated. Um, I think a, a lot of people really enjoy making it, even even if it's not, if it, even if nothing happens, if you even if you don't have a lot of users, it's just it's just fun. It's fun to do, and uh, it's a creative outlet, and uh, you never know what what will happen. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Voice First podcast. If you'd like to learn more, find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and every other social platform at Voice First AI.